This podcast is brought to you by Lacrosse All-Stars. Growing the game, one podcast at a time. What's going on, everybody? It's Friday, and that means you made it to the end of another week. You deserve a little bit of the Lacrosse Podcast. I'm Justin Skaggs from WoodLacrosseSticks.com, and we are coming to you live from my studio here in Philadelphia. It was a wild week here in the NLL. We had uh, the Swarm snap the Bandit's six-game win streak. Somebody had to inevitably do it. The Mammoth do what they do best and caught an L. Uh, so did the Wings by doing what they do best and blowing a lead and not being able to finish. Uh, lastly, we have the Roughnecks getting just what they wanted for Christmas by beating the Rock. Let's take a quick look at uh, an advertisement, and we'll be right back with my main man, Rich. We'll do the weekly recap. Wooden sticks haven't died, they've just evolved. A hickory box across frame can still be used. It can play against plastic and metal, and in the right hands, it can win. When it's all said and done, and my stick-making days are over, it's humbling to think that my sticks will still be out there. Alright, to my right, which was empty a moment ago, and now it is filled, is... This is a green screen. I'm not even really here. Yeah, what if we didn't tell you we were shooting in front of a green screen? What if you just came in in, like, all Irish colors? It is St. Paddy's. I'm in, uh, Iceland right now. I'm like, this is... I'm not here. This, this is thing's really fun. Place. Yeah. Yeah, we wasted a lot of can time you put? Yesterday. Can you put Iceland behind me? We can put anything <laughs> you want behind me. Alright. Alright, so, uh, you went to the Wings game this weekend. I did. Uh, why don't you take Angel this went. Oh, man. Uh, so first off, big shout out to the homie Ian McKay. Uh, hooking us up with the tickets. Uh, you, Much put, you, you, you put us in that Bandits fan section, so uh, so hopefully we were nice enough to the, to the fans. But no, it was a great game. I mean, Philly, let's be real about it. Philly had more than Buffalo could handle. I mean, like Buffalo is just, at the end of the day, the best team in the league. So, I mean, honestly, losing by one in overtime is, is not that embarrassing. Nah, it's nothing to I mean, and like No egg on your face there. But, I mean, and watching the game, yo... I, I honestly, and this game, and uh, we'll get into the the Buffalo Georgia game. But I think the tale of this weekend was Matt Vince was not on. Um, both both games to me just look like things were getting by him at a rate that I've never really seen before. Um, but I mean, oh man, that Philly Buffalo game was really good. Joe was there. Uh, it was it was kind of back and forth. Philly got a little bit of a lead early on, but um, it was man. I, honestly, I can't even complain about the play. It, it really was just, they didn't, it wasn't like usually when, you know, there's, you can pick a spot in the game where you're like, okay, you really did give it up. Buffalo has scores. No, it's you, over, know, you lost by one and over. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like even the little bit of gap, like some people will say like, you know, we, we, we gave up another like lead, but really that's not a big enough lead to to really complain about, like, you no, know, but I mean, it when is, you look at the, the top scores, it's just the, the it's just the pattern yeah. of things. But oh, no, at absolutely. this point in time, also, you know, we're not we're not contesting anybody for you know top anything. And yeah. if you could have just if you could have taken a W against them, that would have been so yeah. amusing. Yeah, that's it, just amusing. Yeah, it would like, ooh, that feels good. It would have been it's like nice. a warm shower. Yeah. It would have been like the team oh, looked good. great this weekend. Though. Yeah, they so did. Like, that's that's it was uh, fun maybe, to watch. Maybe with a little bit of extra trades that we just got in, but no, it was it was a good game. Buffalo just did their thing. Chase Frazier went off. Like, it was, I mean, he really did go off. The Roughnecks, um, I mean, could not have gotten a better outcome by beating The Rock. They uh, they carried an early lead, and then there was a power play where um, 
The Rock had a chance to take it into two, which is you know definitely changing the momentum of the game. And then uh, you know to counter that, uh, the, the Roughnecks actually put put one in, and and created a four four point spread. And that's just the kind of play that really dampens another team's spirits and drags that game into a W. And I, I love the second that happened, I was like, ooh, ooh, all yeah. right. That one was wild too because like I feel like, and maybe I've just I've been saying it the whole season. I never thought Toronto was as strong as people were giving them credit for. And I think this loss to Calgary kind of is a little bit uh, telling of that. Like, that's, I don't know, man. Like, not, not to, no slight on Calgary at all. No slight on Calgary. But, like, when, you're not, is, when, when this camera's not on, he literally just slides Calgary all the time. He just writes Calgary on oh, pieces of paper. And just, 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 just tears it. Just rips it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this was, this was a pretty strong win for Calgary over a team that was considered to be, like, maybe the best in the league. And I don't know, man. You can't be beating Philadelphia, but I think the Buffalo is, 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 looking, is looking like that team. Well, the Mammoth, um, man, you know, I got to tell you, like, I got so many people who live in Colorado, and I get to catch a couple Colorado games live every year. And it's just, like, I'm not, I don't, like, wallow in the fact that this season hasn't been, you know, one of their, their best. Um, but, yeah, they just they caught another L, and they caught an L to an expansion team. And, obviously, you got... Two different, two different types of expansion teams. You have the Philly expansion team and you have the Seals. And the Seals are, Seals are coming and, 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 you know, good. You know what? Good, good, for, their, good for their city you know, because I, they don't have good lacrosse over there. Exactly. I will say good for the Seals. But also, you know, one thing that I would like to bring, you know, maybe they're having an easier go at it having that beautiful weather the whole time. Like, I'm just saying, like, if you, if you could just walk outside in that beautiful weather and just have a catch with the homies, like... I think I'm probably getting a lot more practice in than everybody else. Sports played in an ice rink. I know, but like, listen, the, the rink is where it happens, but but outside the rink, it's pretty know. down there. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe like, I'm making that up. Is it nice in San Diego to just to just play? You yes, let us it know. is. It is actually. I've know, been right? there. It's so it's pretty. It's very so pretty. pretty. Their That's why it's just awful, like, but screw it's you guys. Pretty. You're winning and it's pretty. All right, and then we got uh, we have the swarm. Holler at that, man. Yo. So. Good job, boys. Uh, yeah. This is the swarm went off. I mean, and. All right, now, now that I'm remembering this, this Swarm game, let me not just say that, like, I do think Matt Vince had a little bit of an off weekend, but, boy, the Swarm went off. I mean, I, I guess... Well, it's also second game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That. That's, that's another thing. I can't even game. play, like... Like, I go to the last night tournament on day two. I'm like, like ah! I got five on Saturday. I got five on Saturday. I'm, I'm not... Matt, you're, you're doing great. I'm going to look way worse, so it's fine. But, um... Yeah, the, I mean, the only reason that I said that it might have been an off weekend is because against Philly, he, you know, he looked a little off. And then, I mean, maybe I'm just attributing Georgia doing Georgia's thing. But um, Miles and Lyle went off. I mean, everybody was really getting on the board. It was it was a wild one. I mean, I think a bunch of the goals from that game are on SportsCenter's top 10. Sorry, Matt, man. Two in a row. I mean, at least you got one. But Georgia, they put a, they put a whooping on them. Well, let's, we got a lot, a lot of lacrosse coming up this weekend. Ooh. Like, there is a decent amount. So let's get to the weekly, uh, weekly preview here, and we'll be with you guys in just a moment. All right, so coming at you, Friday the 15th at 7.30 Eastern time, we got Georgia versus Rochester. Um, I mean, that... Probably going to be a strong one for Georgia, being that Rochester's like trading away their whole team already. Yeah, yeah, they, well, they, they, uh, 
With the whole expansion thing, that's kind of <laughs> it's weird, gonna, isn't it's it? It's going to suck to take a hard L and then have to show up the next day against Toronto, which is <laughs> slacking. But. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, on Saturday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Rochester's taking on Toronto. That is going to be a rough weekend, in my opinion, for Rochester, being that they just traded away nearly their whole team and they got a double hand. As those things are, though, it could be the weekend to prove. Yeah, good point, good point. Boom. All right, well, also on the 16th, you can uh, catch Colorado and Calgary at 9 p.m. And then 9.30 p.m., Buffalo, Saskatchewan. Ooh, and then at 10 p.m., we got uh, Philadelphia versus San Diego. San Diego. San Diego, and, uh, and again at 10 p.m., uh, New England versus Vancouver. So I guess clearly, if you're uh, going to watch one of those 10 p.m. games on Saturday, you're going to do the battle of the expansion teams, right? That's what I would do. That's what I would do. Be smart. Do what we would do. Do what we would do. Hey, Rich actually uh, came in here not knowing who we were going to interview today, but we have lacrosse legend and uh, operator of the number one tournament in the country, Kevin Lavelle. Ah, yes. The, yeah. beautiful, the beautiful Lake Placid. Dude, you know how you know it's the anniversary this year, 30. Oh, man. Yeah, buddy. Oh, it's yeah, buddy. All right, well, let's get him on the line. He's going to be calling here in a minute, and we will patch him in. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait to ask him what he's got planned because he's going to blow it out this year. Yeah, sorry, I got distracted thinking about the beautiful Lake Placid again. Yeah, it is awesome. It is awesome. All right, catch Kevin a second. We have a lacrosse legend on the line. <laughs> Kevin Howdy. LaBelle, also the name that I scream whenever I do anything successful in my office. I just... Well, that makes more sense. <laughs> also the name that you scream when you need anything done when you're at an event. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. unfortunately. Kevin! <laughs> yep. Oh, dude. Can we take, like... Oh, please do, yes. I was going to say, please use a Home Alone clip. Oh, uh, yeah, editor, if you wouldn't mind, just... Thank you. All right. Um, power of editing. We're actually in a green screen, so don't do anything. Just put it right behind us. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Uh, all right, Kevin, you guys have something really special going on this year, and the whole lacrosse community knows about the Lake Placid uh, tournament, but this is the 30th anniversary. So what's that like for you, man? It is. It's amazing. Um, I'm 37, and uh, so that means I was seven at the first event, and I do recall being there. Um, and it was certainly not what it looks like today. We just started with seven teams back then, and it was raining all weekend, and I was probably a, a pain in the neck for my father who was trying to get the thing organized. Um, but, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, uh, a lot's happened in 30 years, and uh, the really cool thing is that a lot of the people haven't changed. Um, you know, the fields, the look, the feel, uh all of that stuff's changed, but really the people, which are the core of the event, many of them still come back and play. Um, we've got a lot of people that are have been to every thirty, every every event, all twenty nine so far, um, who will be checking the thirty box this year, which is really amazing. And um, and because of that, we've actually got a sixty five and over division starting up this summer with four teams so last year that was just a, a game yeah. right like just a senior game last year was a 65 and over game and this year we've now we'll have four teams um competing uh in an actual tournament style so those guys are really the key group that that came the first year and have just continued to play um you know all the way through they just really love the game and the sport for what it is and it's it's really that simple so 
It's really cool. It's really special. I can't lie to you, man. That's my favorite thing that you do. Yeah, like I the was, old heads is my favorite thing. It's funny because because of the old heads and especially last year's game, people always ask me is like, oh, like so, like when is the like cutoff for like when you can keep playing? I was like, um, as as a man told me last year, when you can't. Yeah. So I'm gonna play until I can't. And he was wearing robo legs. He had like he had robotic things on his legs. You remember that guy? With I the do. Hoses? Yeah. He's my hero. Oh, they pumped ice water through yeah, his knees. Yeah, that was awesome. I needed those. So also, yes, I guess I'm almost eligible physically for the 65 and older game. If I stand on your shoulders, we're, we're like 65 <laughs> years old. And we'd just be we'll do child. like a little rascals thing. Absolutely. We'll have a good range in a deep hole. So besides just uh, like, you know, giving people a competitive opportunity to play over 65, which is, I think that you guys are the only place that happens. Are you not? I think there may be there's a tournament in Florida where I, the same group of guys kind of have made their winter lacrosse plans, and I, I think that they had some sort of a division or some part of it was 65 plus this year. So it's it's happening. It's just the same group of guys. Um, I really, I'm sure it is. Again, I guess that amazing. would make sense. Florida has the retired lacrosse population down there. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> oh yeah. Why not? Yeah. A lot of, a lot of Northeast guys trying to find the sun in the winter as well. So. Well, besides just uh, Old Man Lax, what else do you guys have coming up for the 30th anniversary here? Um, well, we've got our same old uh, you know, scholastic portion at the beginning of the week, which is about 100 teams, uh, some of the best high school players on the boys' and girls' side. Um, on the girls' side, we have a North Star division, which is basically uh, a commit team division. So you've got kind of the Maryland, UNC. Yeah, that Syracuse, was awesome. Kind but of did you not see that last year, Rich? No, I didn't see that. Oh, it was sick. Oh, they, yes. They're basically NCAA athletes. They're like the... See, that's crazy. There's so much lacrosse going on. Like, you have to make sure you know what's going on. Yeah, I got <laughs> to catch all of that. It was one of my favorite things. There was a... I think it was... Uh, didn't Notre Dame's, like, uh, entry class yep. win last year? Yeah, there was... Uh, there was this this one young lady, and she shot the ball, and I literally saw someone from like the Maryland team like duck. Like <laughs> it was like, it's like you nope. know, yeah, because you know, I mean, it, all these people, right? They haven't played on this level, and it's their right. first taste of playing in in you know in the big pond. Yeah, and I don't I don't think she ever saw a ball come like that. Yo, I, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You're just like, oh, that's a. That's that speed right there. Oh, that's the heat. Everything uh-huh. comes up. Yeah, that's a really amazing division. That's cool. And I mean, what a what a counter, right? You have the next yeah. level of young uh, young ladies' talent next to a bunch of people staring at Dom Starge as he takes off a peach helmet. You know, peach bucket <laughs> helmet. It's very exactly. Funny. And it's really cool that the you know the the families get to meet each other beforehand and basically have a kind of a mini vacation together and get to know each other even before they head off to school so and the same with the girls obviously yeah um a lot of them are meeting each other who will be kind of spending a lot of time for their collegiate careers together so it's it's a really unique thing and that's really a lot of fun to watch and really fast paced and then on the boys side we've kind of created a summit division which is kind of our elite uh high school division in which we'll have eight teams and um, again, we've got some of the best high school talent in the country with the FCA uh, national high school team, Sweet Lax's national high school team, uh, Team 91, uh, Gators, which is a, a cool team that kind of popped onto the scene last year. We've got Orange Crush out of the Syracuse, Central New York area. Yeah, they won like everything. Um, so again, the it, you know, like you said, there's a lot to kind of try to track and follow, but um, you know, I think definitely these the, the North Star Division on the girls' side and the Summit Division on the boys' side are are certainly ones you don't want to miss. 
Yeah, speaking of something we don't want to miss, uh, every single year I'm there, you're, you, you always drag your feet as to whether or not you're going you're gonna to pick up a stick and put some pads on. Can we just settle that now, or are we going to do this, this dance one more time, Kevin? I, oh, is that I lost you there for a sec? <laughs> I said, are you going to uh, are you going to put the pads on again, or are we going to do this song oh. and dance where you say you don't really know? Oh, I'm super busy. Maybe I'll get over there, and then, and then inevitably you do anyway. Yes, I have to admit, I it it's I, my father always played. Um, you know, as he was operating the event, so he's, yeah. he's pretty much played in all 29. Uh, obviously, I played when I was younger, and then. Um, in some of the MLL years, I wasn't able to play, which just kind of created more of an itch for me. And then uh, we had a UMass alumni team going pretty strong for a while, and then that kind of just fell off a little bit once some guys had some conflicts. But um, yeah, I do, this being the 30th anniversary, and uh, you know, our, our awesome staff, um, which has also been around, you know, for the most part for 15 to 20 years, pretty solid here. Um, I would love to break off and be able to go play and just run around a little bit and um, spend a little time as a participant in the uh, the 30th annual this summer. So we'll we'll have our we're, we're planning to have the MLL alumni game again this year. This will be the um, I think this will be the fourth version of it already, and uh, that's always a great group to uh, be out there on the field with. Um, and there's always some new guys popping in that have recently retired, which would be great. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, that was a crazy that, game. But I'd, I'd still like to get on the field maybe in, in more of a a little bit more of a competitive fashion. And, and try to well, no one's going to care if you're walking around smelly. been able you know? to win. I've never been on a winning team at the tournament uh, <laughs> in all well, the I mean, years, which seems to be my MO across the board. But I mean, it's, it's not as if the competition isn't tough, you know? I mean, so it's not like... It's like, I mean, I wasn't on a winning team either, but, like, you could just say you played against some people that people understand that you lost against, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very reasonable. <laughs> yeah. At every age level, you're running into uh, All-Americans yeah. and former All-Americans and All-World folks. So it's that's been one of the most special things about the event is that, you know, whatever age level you're in, whether it's 18-plus all the way up to 65-plus um, in, you know, five-year increments, there's always the top players from their era. Um still competing and still doing it. And there's a lot of alumni team, a lot of alumni teams that are basically playing against their arch rivals from college 20 years ago, 30 years ago. So it's, it's got kind of all of that, uh, fun camaraderie, comp- competitive kind of respectful feel, which is kind of what, uh, again, it's kind of made it last for as long as it has and, and kind of keeps people coming back. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things I definitely noticed, uh, about the, uh, the MLL game, uh, last year was like, this is crazy watching just an all-star game of like retired dudes who don't really seem to have lost a step and if it and if they did lose a step it's literally just one just one yeah. step. It is yeah. it's you know you get when you strap the helmet on and you get out there um, whether it's real or not it feels like it's not it had nothing's changed it's maybe all relative so that it just all <laughs> washes out but um, yeah, there's really not, you know, just like anything that people are passionate about, it's, you get involved with it and it's, uh, you're just, um, out there and anything that's, that's on your mind kind of fades away and you're just in the moment and, and, uh, certainly a lot of people appreciate that and, and like to do it as, as again, we've got 250 teams coming up for one week there and, and everybody's kind of in the same mental space of just, just feeling good and having a good time and celebrating our sport and the people that make it. Sounds like a good place to stop there, Kev, and I'm excited to come.
And uh, we have all the information down below. You guys can check out uh, how to get your team there. And, uh, I mean, you'll probably see Rich and I running around, hanging out. Uh, until next time, guys, thank you very much, Kevin. And uh, this has been the Lacrosse Podcast. We will be back next week. You guys can check us out on laxallstars.com or wherever you get podcasts. I want to thank our editor, Joe, and Frank Stanley for making all of our music. So next time, take care. Keep laxing.